What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Raw and order. It's time to make some snap judgments. Here we go. A couple snap judgments. This is DA Vincent K. Fabe coming to you live and in person. Well, not live now because it's recorded. Mm, anyway, um, about NXT from Wednesday. What was this? This is March. So it would have been Wednesday, March 18th. Wow. Um, hard to believe. What an amazing episode. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. Remember, Raw and Order WBU is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Go to tatnusco.com and find the links to all the Tatnus Co. Network shows. These are phenomenal shows, whether it's Tatnus, whether it's Chicken Hen. Um, I'm, I'm not going to get their specific names all correct because I'm just not great at that. But what I will tell you is they are phenomenal shows, um, Basement Bullshit, uh, you know, just several wonderful, wonderful shows. So go to that Tatnus Co. Network, uh, listen in, see what you love, see what you don't love. Um, had a great time talking with Tatnus a little while back, so make sure you get the chance to go join that network. Also, uh, we're brought to you by Anchor.fm. I'm sorry, Anchor, yeah, Anchor.fm, uh, Anchor is a wonderful place to put together your podcast, make sure you're headed there, uh, just a, a uh, if you guys want to do this, it really is a very, very simple way to do it, um, so, back to NXT, uh, this has been kind of a week, weird set of weeks for everybody worldwide. This isn't just a, a local thing. Number one, first and foremost, just like any other fans out there um, or any other podcast, we are praying for you. We're hoping for you. We're, uh, we want to keep you guys in our hearts and prayers. Uh, make sure that everything is uh, good in your lives. Take care of yourselves. Be healthy. Wash your hands 20 seconds. Uh, I know that Officer Smarks a little while back made some memes, put them on, t- on Twitter. Um, he, he said, you know, wash your hands to the sound to a song. Um, wrestler songs just happen to be about 20 seconds long, which is really great. So, I mean, if you want to sit there and go, but um, but um, but um, you sure can. Um, or you can check out. Uh, Officer Smarks Twitter page and uh, you can see that Officer Mark Smarks has put together um, I'm just a sexy boy. Singing that in public is just gold just so everybody's well aware. I know that there's a lot of other people who are a little bit uh, nervous about doing that. Um, Probably like I am doing my first show solo without a real wrestling show to do it with. So NXT obviously originates typically from the Full Sail Arena. This week, because of the lockdown, there was no NXT. There was spots um, with with uh, three three seriously good vignettes. Uh, the first one was a very very good vignette, um, kind of rounding out the entirety of what I didn't realize until I watched it 
is the longest current running storyline in all of pro wrestling North America. Uh, I say North America because I'm not all that familiar with the New Japan product um, or uh, any of the European products. But I have to say, as best I know, this is the longest running storyline in North America. Um, and so please uh, bear with me. This is a fantastic series that um, interweaves the real and the kayfabe of Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, what a great, great, great interwoven storyline setup. Uh, it talks about Johnny's um, getting a shot at the with the uh, Cruiserweight Open. Uh, talks about the fact that Tommaso got to be his first match there. Um, talks about their their development as DIY with their wins, losses, hurts, pains. Um, primary pain probably being AOP, but I think AOP causes everybody some primary pain um, that they come in contact with. So definitely uh, a very good start to the show. Um, as you can imagine, a five-year storyline gives more than enough story for the entirety of the show. They did taper that back some, so you actually got an hour. Um, a little over an hour about that. So it was, as a whole, very, very, very good storyline. Uh, very uh, good refresher for those of us who did have the network at that time. Uh, for those of us who didn't have the network at that time, gives us some further insight into that storyline. So... Um, Basically, it goes into Tommaso's turn on Gargano. It goes into, um, of course, Tommaso's injuries, several of them that have occurred. goes into Gargano's rise and fall. Uh, eventually goes into uh, Gargano's rivalry with Adam Cole when he finally becomes the first ever three-time or triple crown champion in NXT. So that's very, very cool. Uh, and then it goes into Tommaso returning just recently from his second injury. And uh, um, the storyline we've got right now. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Um, this will not, this whole vignette will not ruin the show for you. Uh, it will not ruin um, Wrestle uh, WrestleMania for you or uh, TakeOver for you. Uh, this is a fantastic, well worth the watching uh, vignette. Um, it was it's not a vignette anymore, I guess. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the exclusives that they have on WWE.com. So well worth the watch. Highly suggest that if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, my, my biggest takeaways were uh, these guys really, really sold people. Um, I deeply enjoyed when when Gargano said, "Hey, you guys are great, except for you're not six foot seven. That really is kind of Vince's mentality. Um, and these two may be amongst the best wrestlers in the world. So uh, that vignette definitely helps build a whole story there. Um, the second piece we got was about Finn Balor, um, the Prince, Prince Devitt, however you want to see him." Uh, was really, really good. Just kind of gave us a little bit of backstory without without WWE having to step into the grounds of figuring out 
uh, how to get around that he used to be Prince Devitt, so now he's just the prince and Finn Balor, and so you get to see some of that. Um, it's a re- relatively short vignette. I would say that the Gargano Champa, uh, with commercials still there, ran about an hour and 20 minutes, and the prince as Finn Balor ran a very, very short while, uh, probably 15 minutes tops. It did have a commercial break in it, so it might have made it to 20 minutes. Um, and it just, like I said, just gave us a little bit of history on Balor, but it really just showed us more of of why he turned when he turned. Uh, it's it's probably the least valuable of the three vignettes um, or the three stories that got told on NXT um, in terms of, of getting anybody to believe one thing or another. Uh, genuine gold. Um, I think I had my mic covered there. The third one was a vignette between Charlotte and uh, Rhea building for WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know how long my mic was covered, so I apologize in advance. Not going to be the best show you'll ever hear. Of course, this wasn't the best NXT you'll ever see, but it did do a lot for storyline building. Uh, Charlotte and... And uh, Rhea is going to be a knockdown, um, just amazing match at at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if this is the first ever true NXT match on WrestleMania. I know it's the first time that the NXT and NXT title is being defended at WrestleMania. Um, one of the biggest things about this WrestleMania is huge... And everybody knows this. Who doesn't know this? Um, I'm going to ruin a little something for you here. Uh, It's coming from from the performance center, where they train, where they learn, where they teach, where they gain, where they build their um, competitors of tomorrow and of today. Uh, Frequently, this is where people go to rehab after an injury. It's where they go to get back and to to regrow the calluses of taking bumps. Really, really, it's it's probably more important in the WWE world than Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, so, Rhea, Rhea's best line in this vignette, in my opinion, was, Charlotte, you're very good at playing to the audience, and you're fueled by what the audience sees, and... Um, you know, the, that environment favored may have favored you, but this year's WrestleMania favors me. It's where people go to work, and I live in that world. And I thought that was just an incredible vignette, um, an incredible call out. Um, if, if this doesn't end up being a real win with Charlotte being basically pulled to NXT, to get the extra work that she needs or whatever whatever storyline they're going to tell there, uh, I'll be astonished. Um, it really, really built excitement for an environment that isn't a WrestleMania in most people's worlds. It's not even a Raw in most people's worlds, and we're getting WrestleMania from that arena. So until otherwise noted... That's where it's at. It's going to happen at the Performance Center. 
And it did a good job of, of selling the fan on you want to watch this performance center show on the network. I would venture to guess they'll probably get more network sales out of this one just to see how things go versus um, a more more boring show. Uh, I, I, I think they're going to there's going to be some serious sales with NXT or with uh, WWE Network just because more people will see how things go. Want to see how the environment builds, how these matches build without an audience. And so it's going to give fans a really, really different taste of a pay-per-view than they've ever gotten. The closest thing I would say we've ever had was probably uh, the rock versus mankind in an, in an empty arena match. This will be all empty arena matches. This will all be just hard work, grit and everything like that. Um, we may get a few blood and guts company type matches. Um, not to dog on Smarks's review, but you know, he did take the blood and guts company review and I took the one that has vignettes. And only vignettes. Really a good show. Probably something that's skippable if you've been watching every single week for the last five years. Probably something that could be fast forwarded a few times. Um, really a very good hype show as, as a whole. Um, I don't know that I've ever been as excited for a Champa Gargano uh, match as I am right now. And I've seen some pretty good Champa Gargano matches. So. Um, I'm definitely excited for the women's NXT match. I have never been this excited for women's NXT, uh, championship match. The closest I ever was, was Rhea actually beating Shayna, uh, for the title. So, um, as a whole, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty jacked about what they put out on NXT this week, even though there was nothing new. So it's well worth seeing. Um, this show is like a two hour version of, you know, it, it, it gives you a little bit of uh, one hour kind of like um, reliving the old days like like Broken School Sessions does on the network. Um, it also gives you some some really high quality vignettes um, that you don't see really ever. Uh, you don't get that kind of build for a match. And I think there's there was already pretty solid build for Rhea versus Charlotte as um, I consider Rhea probably more entertaining than than Becky and don't lynch me for it I'm just saying right now Rhea's Rhea's on point and so by all means please 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 go ahead and watch that um, but if you want to skip it it's probably the most reasonable to skip one since the new year because there's just nothing there that you haven't already seen um if I was going to give it convictions and acquittals, that's my scoring system for this. Um, oh, I'd say the first one gets an acquittal from from sucking. Um, it is convicted of being pretty awesome because it really does build a great five-year history rundown of Champa Gargano. Um the Finn Balor one, it, it felt like four vignettes smashed together that you'd already seen. Um, it's probably it's probably convicted of not being necessary and acquitted of being awesome because um, it, it really wasn't that great. 
Um, however, Finn Balor is great. And if I was going to talk about the Rhea and uh, Charlotte one, I would say that that gets a solid convicted of being very good hype material. So um, two to one, good versus bad. Um, overall, pretty good show. Uh, enjoyed Todd Phillips. Enjoyed uh, Triple H. Um, but Triple H was better on commentary on SmackDown. I hate saying it. So, um, yeah. Watch it if you want. If you don't, this is the one and only time I'm going to tell you skip NXT. Um, Should have watched AEW instead. Uh, but next week, or the next time we start getting matches again from NXT, better product than AEW. And whether I believe that or not doesn't really matter. It's just a call out to Smarks. So, because <laughs> um, he took the other show. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, overall rating, two out of three convictions, I guess, of being awesome. So, um, thanks for listening. And, uh, by the way, make sure you listen to, uh, let's see, your Monday morning, it'll release Raw and Order WBU. This is where we go through the crimes of the wrestling world. Tuesday morning, um, our partner show, uh, Justin from Justin LeBlanc from the uh, Real Talk Radio Eight, uh, the, the drops our raw show um, Wednesday morning. It will, or I'm sorry, yeah, Tuesday morning that'll drop. Wednesday morning um, drops Raw and Order FBI which is our fantasy booking uh, institute. That is a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, Always, always, always has me and Smarks on there challenging each other to do some really crazy fantasy booking. Occasionally ends in an argument between the two of us. um, Well worth the listen. Uh, Of course, after Wednesday, Thursday, this is supposed to drop and, uh, and uh, AEW, the, that pissant t-shirt company's review happens on Thursday and then Saturday morning you'll get a SmackDown review. Um, break these up. Listen to mine first, not smarts. Listen to the pissant t-shirt company on Friday. You'll want to know NXT first. So yeah, that's where we're at. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is DA Vincent K Fabe. You can catch me on Twitter at DA Vincent K Fabe. I know crazy, uh, coming to you for raw and order. Looking forward to hearing your crimes. Have a good one. Peace out. Oh, for Pete's sake, I got to shut this off. There we go.